Singing Dutchman Productions. Hello and welcome to Doug's Front Porch, a podcast where I get to sit down with friends, old and new, and have honest conversations. This is one special, special episode that I'm about to share with all of you, and I'm so excited about it. It's the middle of December, and that means that for many of us who are Christians and celebrate, Christmas is right around the corner. And last month, I did an episode where I invited friends of mine to share their memories and traditions around their Thanksgiving feast and how their families celebrate Thanksgiving. And I thought, well, why not do that in regards to Christmas? But then I thought, let's really do something special. I've been blessed to have had the opportunity to live abroad and travel quite a bit in my life, and I have made many, many friends from all over the world. And I decided, well, why don't I reach out to them and let them share with all of my listeners how they celebrate Christmas. And of course, from various country to country and culture to culture, things are a little different. So I put the question out to some of my international friends and said, hey, tell me about how you and your family celebrate Christmas. And some people were uh, very eager to participate. Some said, Doug, things are so crazy right now in my life and COVID and lockdowns potentially, and I just don't have time. And I appreciate that. But we did get some responses from some of my friends, and I would love to share them all with you right now. So put on your traveling pants, pull out your passports, and let's go international and find out how do some of my friends who live outside of the United States celebrate Christmas? Hi there, my name is Volker and I live in Germany. So we usually celebrate uh, Christmas at my uncle's place. Uh, the whole family gathers there for Christmas and uh, yeah, we come together, uh, sing uh, Christmas songs together, everybody. Uh, we have different uh, instruments uh, in the family uh, and uh, yeah so there's music uh, there are Christmas songs and so on and now uh, recently since we have young children in the families uh, every year there's Santa Claus also uh, <laughs> somebody who will play Santa Claus and uh, for the children and uh, so he shows up at a certain point of time and he will tell stories and uh, impress the children a little bit. Typical um, for Christmas to eat uh, would be uh, potato salad and sausages. I, I guess my family, we don't do that usually. Uh, we have something like roasted goose, mashed potatoes, and uh, red cabbage. I think that's also a classics here in Germany. I'm looking to I'm looking forward to see all my family again uh, at Christmas time. Uh, that's what I probably like mo like most about Christmas, uh, the gathering of the family because my cousins and and so on. I I don't see them very often because we are spread around Germany, so it's always uh, nice to come together around Christmas time. 
Yeah, so Merry Christmas in German language would be Frohe Weihnachten. Yeah, so everybody, I hope you have a good time. And uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Judy Murdoch, and I'm from a small town called Deer Lake, and that's in Newfoundland, Canada. This year at Christmas, my husband and I are going to celebrate it with my sister and her husband and our grown daughter and grown son. So we're really looking forward to having everybody here. Uh, unfortunately, we usually work Christmas Eve, but we'll be home early. There won't be any formal supper, but lots of finger foods and uh, beverages throughout the evening, games and music, and plenty of laughs. Christmas Eve is always so fun. Christmas Day is spent with family. We have a traditional cooked turkey dinner and uh, lots of desserts. It's probably the only time of the year that I make lots of homemade cookies. And I do make plum pudding for Christmas. It's a recipe my mom gave me. And it's probably one of the only things that I make that tastes exactly like hers. We usually don't go out around on Christmas, but we're hoping to have a few visitors here in Newfoundland. Um, we have mummers, and that's people that are dressed up in costume, probably with pillowcases over their heads, um, probably their mother's bra on over their clothes, or rubber boots on the wrong feet, and they come around house to house with uh, their accordions and their guitars and come in people's homes and have a little dance and uh, of course we have to give them a little drink as well and that's really how we spend our Christmas it's quiet but it's lots of fun and I'm really looking forward to it this year Merry Christmas my name is Graham Hassan I live in a place called the Wirral in the UK which is just over the over the water from Liverpool Christmas Eve is very, very special to me. I believe it's um, better than the the day, the Christmas Day itself. We always indulge in a cheese board and all the chutneys on Christmas on Christmas Eve, and we always open a present open a present before midnight. Um, spending Christmas is important with family, friends, and enjoying the time off from work more than anything else. This Christmas, I just want it to be as special as it can be with everything that's going on. Spending time with all the people in my life, family and friends. Hello, my name is Norman Jung. I just turned 47. And my name is Maiden Jung. I'm 12 years old. We live in Steinbach am Klan, a tiny village in southwestern Germany in the state of Rheinland-Pfalz. And today we talk a little bit about our Christmas in Germany. In stores in Germany, Christmas season usually starts as early as beginning of September. That's way too early, of course, and for us it's always very hard to resist the various sorts of gingerbread and chocolate candy that they offer. Mmm, so yummy. But we have this agreement with mom not to buy any of these goodies until October. Oh well. For us, the real Christmas season begins in the week leading to the first Sunday in Advent. We put up Christmas decorations and Christmas lights around our house. That's what my dad loves most. He's almost like Clark Wiswold in that movie. Come on, I'm not that crazy. At least not yet. Anyway, 
Around that time, mom starts baking Christmas biscuits and of course we taste them right away. And then on December 1st, everybody is excited to open the first door on their advent calendar. The 24 doors are usually filled with chocolate or little surprises. In December, we also bake more Christmas biscuits. You can't have enough. Yeah, I concur. On the weekends, we usually go to Christmas markets in nearby towns. We enjoy buying all sorts of things at the stalls of the vendors there, eat bratwurst and drink hot beverages like hot chocolate or glühwein. I think Doug would like that too. Oh yeah, he'd love that. That's for sure. So, where was I? Christmas! Yeah, right. Usually, on the morning of Christmas Eve, we put up our tree in the house and decorate it. After that, it has become sort of a tradition for us to watch a funny Christmas episode of a regional comedian's show. We do that every year. In the afternoon, we attend a Christmas service at our church, and then we return home to find that the Christ child, who brings the presents in our belief, has somehow magically managed to put the presents under the tree while we were gone. We don't open the presents right away, though. We save that for after dinner. In most families, Christmas dinner is either a small and quick dish, like potato salad and sausages, or a lavish feast with goose, potato dumplings, gravy and red cabbage. I guess what we have for dinner mostly depends on how young and impatient our kids are. Finally, we spend the rest of Christmas Eve with exchanging and opening presents, playing with our presents, we listen to Christmas songs and enjoy the spirit of Christmas. Both the 25th and 26th of December are Christmas holidays in Germany, so there's time enough to re visit relatives and friends, godmothers and godfathers to collect more presents and have more delicious food. Thanks to covid Christmas of 2020 was really different, with everybody having to stay at home. So this year, we are hoping to be able to spend a more normal Christmas again, with friends and family. And as every year, we are hoping for snow on Christmas. We had the last white Christmas in 2010, so it's about time. Well, we better come to an end now. We wish you and your loved ones Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Frohe Weihnachten und alles Gute fürs neue Jahr. Mach's, Mach's gut. gut. My name is Helen Dunning. I'm from the Wirral, which is a peninsula near Liverpool in northwest England. Um, so since my dad passed away when I was about 13 years old, Christmas has been quite a small, close-knit affair with my immediate family. Um, my husband Simon and I have rather an unusual setup on Christmas Day. Um, in that he will have Christmas dinner with his parents and I have Christmas dinner with my mum and sister's family. So we kind of split up for half the day, um, which people do find really strange, but it just works for us. So normally I would wake up quite early on Christmas morning and as we don't have any children ourselves, um, I would go to my sister's house for a couple of hours in the morning and see my niece and nephew opening their Christmas presents. Um, and then around midday, Simon would spend some time with my family before he then goes to his parents' house, um, where I then follow him later on in the evening to visit his mum and dad. Uh, we do plan to actually eventually host a Christmas at our house at some point so that both our families can come together. 
we've probably just been a little bit lazy about it so far but we will do that eventually um i think our house is quite small as well so we don't feel it can fit a lot of people around uh, the dinner table at the moment but we are hoping to move house at some point maybe we'll be able to have a big family christmas then so a typical food that we would enjoy at christmas is a roast dinner and um, usually for us that would be a roast turkey with stuffing roast potatoes vegetables gravy uh, pigs in blankets uh, for dessert we might have a christmas pudding with custard and a christmas pudding is a little bit like a fruit cake it's a heavier sponge cake with mixed dried fruits and spices and um, sometimes brandy as well in the recipe um, and sometimes i think in traditionally in the past people used to put um, money in the christmas pudding and it was lucky if you got the piece with the money it was like a sixpence i think traditionally if my memory is correct. So this Christmas, I'm just looking forward to actually spending time with family. Um, unfortunately, with COVID last year, Christmas was obviously different for a lot of people. Um, and my family actually had COVID from about two days before Christmas. Um, so in the UK, we were in lockdown, but we were allowed one day on Christmas Day to visit with another household at that time. So although I was unable to see my family um, we were able to spend the day with Simon's parents and his brother, uh, but it was just for one day only. Hopefully this year we'll be able to spend more time with friends and family, and that's really what I'm looking forward to. Um, so we would wish someone a Merry Christmas in English, just by saying Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Wasn't it wonderful to hear all of those various traditions that my dear friends from around the world shared with us today? I'd like to take the time to thank Folker, Judy, Graham, Norman, Maylin, and Helen for sharing their their Christmas memories and 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 sharing with all of us, you know, how they and their families celebrate the holidays. I ended with Helen for a reason, and I want to share this one quick story with everyone. The year that I studied abroad in Germany, uh, it was decided ahead of time that I was going to be staying in Europe over the holiday season. I had already made some plans with friends that lived in Ireland for the new year. That was fall of 99 into this, the new year 2000, so we were going to be celebrating the millennium in Dublin, Ireland. But I needed a place to go for Christmas because where I was living in Germany, I couldn't stay in the actual place where I was, So, and I knew I had to get my way to Ireland, so I decided, well, I had some friends in England, and I reached out and uh, asked, hey, would anybody be willing to take me in? Uh, <laughs> looking back on it now, I was like, well, I was a bum, just bumming around. But Helen and her family very quickly said, absolutely, Doug, you can come stay with us. So I made my way to Liverpool area of England, where Helen and Graham live, but I stayed with Helen there in the Wirral. Uh, and, you know, I got there a couple days before Christmas and we got to walk around and see how the city was decorated and et cetera and et cetera. But then on actual Christmas Day, um, I can honestly say that I've never in my life been more homesick than I was on December 25th, 1999. And this is at no fault of Helen and her family because her house and her family were warm and welcoming and, and truly made me feel at home. But knowing that I was an ocean away from my family and knowing the traditions that my family always carried out at Christmas in such a special time of year, I really, really felt homesick. And 
I, I kind of moped around a lot internally that day. I tried not to show it on the outside so that Helen and her family wouldn't feel like I was this sad sack just walking around on Christmas. But I have to say, in my heart, I truly missed home because is there any place better than home for Christmas or being with the people that you love most at Christmas time? But Helen provided a wonderful Christmas experience for me away from home. We got to watch the Queen give her Christmas address to the people of England and the United Kingdom. So that was a different tradition for me to be able to experience. However, uh, you know, Helen, looking back on it now 20 years later, thank you for opening your house to me at that most special time of year and making me feel as as at home as possible But I do have to be honest, I was really homesick that day. (laughs) I thought it was only fair that I too should uh, weigh in with how my family celebrates Christmas. And of course, as most, if not all, of my listeners to the podcast know, I am Pennsylvania Dutch, and my family has and carries out very rich traditions of our culture and Christmas time of course is one that also brings some very unique uh, traditions from the Pennsylvania Dutch cultural perspective. So first I do have to talk about probably the most iconic uh, image of the Pennsylvania Dutch at Christmas time and that is our Christmas gift giver the Belschnickel. If you've never heard of the Belschnickel well you gotta google him and you'll quickly find out that on the TV show The Office one of the characters Dwight Schrute uh, portrayed the Belschnickel. That was probably our culture's most, um, the opportunity for the Belschnickel to get in the most amount of light, I guess, in that episode became quite famous episode, actually. But the Belschnickel is, as I said earlier, our traditional Christmas gift giver. If you go back in our culture, it's a guy dressed in furs, uh, kind of dirty face, and, and he kind of has a little bit of an evil and a good side to him. Traditionally, he would come to Pennsylvania Dutch farmhouses and in the countryside back in the in the early times of the American of our American story and go door to door and visit families before Christmas and talk to the kids and maybe give them a small gift. So the idea of the Belschnickel was still around when I was a kid in the 1980s. However, there were few um, local gentlemen still actually dressing the part and going door to door. So the way my parents um, tried to incorporate this part of our culture into my childhood was that we were told the Belschnickel would come, uh, but more along the lines of Santa Claus and the fact that he'd come when we weren't awake. And traditionally, the Belschnickel would bring us a box of chocolate, and an orange would be left on the kitchen table when we woke up the next morning. Um, And that usually happened a little bit before Christmas. Um, So that was one thing as a child, you know, we had growing up was the Belschnickel. And then, of course, being, you know, children of the United States 1980s timeline, Santa Claus also made his appearance on Christmas Eve. And Christmas Eve was always a very, uh, was rich in tradition in our family, too. Uh, We would go to candlelight uh, Christmas Eve service at the at our family church, and then afterwards we would gather uh, either at our house or at my grandparents' house and have a small meal, uh, and usually exchange just one gift with each person. Um, as far as the food goes at Christmas Eve for our family, it was pretty uh, pretty normal. Other than that, uh, we did have a, a good array of Pennsylvania Dutch style cured meats and cheeses uh, and various pickled sweet and sour things on the table the next morning christmas uh as a child our my 
my paternal grandparents always spent the night at our farmhouse, uh, and then they were there waking up with us on Christmas morning to see what Santa Claus had brought, and then spent the morning, of course, ripping open gifts and spending time with family, followed by a large meal at lunchtime, always uh, a roast turkey from one that we raised on our own farm, uh, and then the table full of foods, very similar to what we have at Thanksgiving, uh, Pennsylvania Dutch potato filling, gravy, dried corn, um, other various vegetables and side dishes. And then at Christmas time, we always had two unique desserts, one that's not so unique in the American culture, and that's my grandmother always made a red velvet cake, which was, and still is, uh, one of the most delicious baked goods I've ever had, and I've tried my darndest to repeat her recipe, and I just haven't gotten it yet, but I'll get there one day. But the other thing that always was on the table at Christmas, which was, um, I think is pretty unique to the Pennsylvania Dutch culture, was a mincemeat pie. And I know that the British Isles have their versions of mincemeat, um, but our version was if one of our family members, either my father, my grandfather, or I or my brother were lucky enough to shoot a deer in, in, in hunting season, then the pie was made of deer meat. If if we ended up not able to shoot a deer, then it would be made from beef. Um, and either the beef or the venison would be slow cooked and then shredded, put into a pie crust. There'd be apples in, um, uh, whiskey, uh, and other, <laughs> other spices. Uh, and then it would get a, a pie lid on it and then baked. Um, and then that would always be served warm uh, with a dollop of vanilla ice cream so that the ice cream started to melt on the pie. And a lot of people find it kind of repulsive thinking that you're eating meat pie that's sweet with ice cream. However, if you've never tried it, I'd say, hey, Give it a try at least because <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. And uh, now that my grandparents are all gone, they were diehard mincemeat pie eaters. Um, now it's just my dad and I. Uh, my wife does not care for it. My children have not grown a taste for it yet, although they're young. Uh, and uh, ironically, my brother, who's a big hunter, also doesn't really care for it all that much. But I love it. Um, we have our family recipe that we always make. We try to make one a year, only at Christmas time. Uh, but that is just iconically Christmas to me because it's the only time of the year that we ever had that grace our table and I always look forward to it um, what am I looking forward to this Christmas you know I asked all my friends this uh, it's going to be an odd Christmas for our family as listeners of the podcast know uh, over the last two years 2020 and 2021 we lost um, my two grandparents that were still alive so this will be the first Christmas that they that I won't have grandparents at the table um, and I'm sure that's going to change things a little bit, uh, make things feel a little different. But I'm looking forward to getting together with uh, my brother and his wife and my father and celebrating the best that we can, uh, hopefully being able to go to church on Christmas Eve. That's always very important for me personally. The church is all lit with a hundred candles and it's beautiful and singing those Christmas hymns that everyone loves. Um, so I am looking forward to that. And of course, everything that comes with the idea of Christmas, giving gifts to people, receiving gifts to a certain extent, although as I grow older, I have really embraced the idea of it is better to give than to receive, and I always get much more joy uh, watching um, people open gifts that I've given them than, than I feel necessarily getting gifts from other people. 
And I'll close out by saying I asked my friends, uh, of course, we only had German and English speakers, so you only heard <laughs> one uh, phrase of Merry Christmas. I, I honestly did reach out, as I said earlier, to friends of mine in, in many other countries, uh, and they just weren't able to uh, participate, but maybe next year. Um, but the way we say Merry Christmas in Pennsylvania Dutch is Hallige Christdag. Hallige Christdag. So now if you know someone that's Pennsylvania Dutch, you can wish them a Merry Christmas. <laughs> in our language. Dear friends of the podcast, this is the last episode in the year 2021 that'll be coming out. I'm glad that you have journeyed with me through this year and in 2020. We're looking very forward to what the next year brings here on the podcast. I hope that you and your families can enjoy a blessed holiday season no matter what you celebrate, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, uh, Festivus, Kwanzaa, whatever. Uh, I just hope that this time of the year that brings darkness also brings light and that you and your family can find joy and peace and that you leave 2021 in a good shape and you enter 2022 in an even better shape. We'll keep the podcast coming. Thanks for all of your continued support and I look forward to being in your ears in the new year. Hallige Christdag. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you.